Dave here. Hi. What's up? How you doing, Bobby? I'm pretty good. How are you doing? I can't complain. What's new with you? Um, I don't know. It was really nice here last week, and now that's it's, good. That's good. it's like uh, bitterly cold. That's 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 that global warming stuff. It's uh not so nice. Yeah, winter is uh, it's, it's not going out easy. You you should you should fight winter. Fight the winter. Like with an axe. Yes, that's what men do. Okay. We fight winter with an axe. I am a man. It's, isn't that what the Tame Impala song says? Uh, what, are the, what does it say? It doesn't actually say anything about that, but there is a song that they have called I'm a Man. There's no axe fighting. There's no axe fighting, no. Damn it. It's just about, it's just about him being a jerk because he's a man. Oh, it's a self-loathing song? Yeah, well, yeah, kind of. I don't know that. You don't know that one? What album is it on? It's on the popular one. Uh, The famous one. I was really into Tame Impala's first two albums, and then they kind of switched up their sound, and I wasn't as into it. Oh, sorry, my headphones kind of cut you off there, and I was like, wait, why did Bobby stop talking? I was very confused. Sorry, one more time. I was super into the first two Tame Impala records, and then they kind of changed up their sound. I wasn't as into it. Yeah, fair enough. I don't. I only really let know the one album. Yeah, where he's I'm like not... super psyche and <laughs> the entire time. Yeah, I don't know which one that is, but <laughs> let it happen. Is that what the album's called, or is that just the song? There's the first one was Inner Speaker, then was Lonerism, then was Currents. Currents, I think that's the one. Yeah, that's they got a little electro on that one. Yeah, I believe it's Currents. Yep, Currents. That's it. You're right. Use a genius, Bobby. I think that was like people like started going crazy for them when that came out. Yeah, that was their. That was their uh, breakout album, if you if you will. Well, what's going on with you over in Korea? Uh, not too much. Um, things are starting to calm back down, but I'm also like getting ready because I am working in a new city next year. Let's go! Yeah, I'm gonna be starting there in. May. Does Korea have a summer break? Not really. Well, they do, but you know, I work in a cram school, like a Hogwarts uh, Academy, so that just means that we work more. Hogwarts Academy. Hogwarts Academy. I teach kids magic. Didn't know that. I didn't know that. You're a wizard, Bobby. I'm a wizard, or you're a wizard. Both of us are wizards, Bobby. We're all like wizards. That. I want to cast a, I want to cast a spell that uh, cooks chicken perfectly. It's, there, there already is one. It's called the George Foreman. Uh, this podcast is sponsored by George Foreman Grills. George Foreman Grills. They go perfectly with the Jeffrey Dahmer cookbook. That's a callback. Nice. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, should we get started? I think we should just keep saying random bullcrap for a little longer. Let's just but not play any music for this. Part. Let's just talk for an hour about nothing. It'll be great. Yeah. All right. Yes. So let's. You're right, Bobby. Let's get started. Um. So you said. So I picked the city of Birmingham, and as such. That's right. We went from spiritualized, ladies and gentlemen, we are floating in space, to enjoy yourself by the specials. It was a, it was a good list. Um, nice. The major thing that happened though was that, like, it's one of those ones that it could have gone so many ways, but then yeah. I figured out that I wanted to play one song, so I did everything I could to make sure that I could. So, if anything, There's nothing seems, wrong with that. Yeah, if anything seems forced, too bad you got good music out of it, and you will hear what I mean in a little bit. So you kind of made a three-way link then, if you added a, if you have a, a song that you needed to staple in there. It's a song that I really wanted to staple in there, but it's yeah. not really that much of a link because it's like I guess it is. We'll get there. Okay. We sh- it's it's towards the end. We shall understand it all. Well, actually, the first it. No, good point. I've I've heard that before. Yeah. All right. So the first block is going to be, ladies and gentlemen, we are floating in space by Spiritualized, some kind of nothingness, the Manic Street Preachers featuring Ian McCullough, and then do it clean. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do this. Ladies and gentlemen, we are floating in space. Oh, 
dishwasher? No. I can pretend I can hear your dishwasher if that'll make you feel better. <laughs> oh, those dishes sound clean, Bobby. Half of them. I only got to half of them. Ah, okay. Half of those dishes sound clean, Bobby. The other half sound <laughs> very dirty. Yeah. All right. There we go. Nice. So, that was the first half of the playlist there. What did we hear there, Dave? So, first of all, we heard, ladies and gentlemen, we are floating in spaced by spirit... Er, spaced. What the heck? We are floating in spaced, the show that Simon Pegg wrote back in the early 2000s. Um, we are floating in space. The show was good. It was a good show. I enjoyed that show. Um, but yeah, Bobby, you, you were telling me about how you first heard them. Yeah, so um, Spiritualized, um, they were on this box set called the Brit Box. And uh, the way I obtained this box set was a casino night my freshman year of college. Uh, instead of money, you won raffle tickets. And they had this plethora of prizes that Good you could enter your raffle ticks, thanks, into. Uh, so there was like an Xbox and like a big screen TV. Everybody was putting their raffle tickets into those. And then in a lonely corner, there were two box sets. The Brit Box, like Best of Shoegaze, Brit Pop, and uh, something else. And, um, and a definitive history of hip-hop. And there was only one ticket in that bag, so I put all my tickets in there, and I handily won them both. Congratulations. What was on the Thanks. definitive history of hip-hop, by the way? Um, so it was like every major like hip-hop innovation from like 1979 up until like the year 2000. So there was like rappers started out with like rappers light, and then like you had like uh, Curtis Blow, and then it moved into like N.W.A. or like Ice T, and then there was like Nas. So like it was okay. a it was a spectrum of definitive hip hop music. It does sound like it's, uh, it does sound like a spectrum of definitive hip hop. I agree. That was pretty good, too. I wasn't into hip-hop at the time, but uh, that was kind of my foot in the door for it. All right. All right. I can dig it. So, yeah, anyway, after that, there was... So, the album artwork for that album, Ladies and Gentlemen, We Are Floating in Space, was designed by Mark Farrow. Named Designer of the Year from the Creative Review Peer Poll. That, I mean, I know that that how much that means to you, Bobby. Once you're on that poll, you know you made it. You know you made it. It's true. <laughs> but yeah, so he's a very well-respected, very famous creative artist designer type. But he did like a lot of experimental sleeves. He worked with he like did all this stuff with like Pet Shop Boys. He did stuff with Spiritualized, um, and he designed the cover of the Manic Street Preachers' breakthrough album, "Everything Must Go" from '96. So that 
brings us to the next song, which is, of course, Some Kind of Nothingness by the Manic Street Preachers featuring Ian McCullough. Um, Manic Street Preachers. This this one's the one that I felt was kind of like forced because the song wasn't on that album. Um, but it also led to... It also connected the Manic Street Preachers to Echo and the Bunnymen and led to greater things in the long run. So take that, society. Oh, wait, so he didn't... The designer of the of the Spiritualized cover mm-hmm. designed a different Manic Street Preachers album cover? Yes. Than the one we heard? Than the one we heard, yes. So which one did he design? He designed Everything Must Go. Okay, that makes yeah. more sense. Yeah, it's like the very fo- popular first album that, you know... Well, that one's going to have all the big stuff, I believe. Everything Must Go. What was on Everything Must Go? It's got to have stuff, good stuff. Uh, a design for your life, or for life. Yeah, design for life, Kevin Carter. The girl that wanted to be God, all that stuff. Yeah, it's a good album. Yeah, those those covers are more similar stylistically than uh, than the one with the marching band girl. Yeah, that one's the greatest hits, the marching band girl. Gotcha. But anyway, um, it's one of those things that it's like these two really cool alternative figures, and then they performed the song on Strictly Come Dancing, and it's like, what? It's a little vanilla. Like, the Manic Street Preachers are the guys that went on top of the pops wearing IRA hoods. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I guess we all sell out eventually. Make your money. Make your money. So have anyway, you sold out yet, Dave? I have sold out many times. That's why I promote <laughs> George Foreman on George Foreman Grills and the Jeffrey Dahmer Cookbook. Because they keep the flavor of the meat, but get rid of the fat. They do. Do you really want to taste fat Cambodian children? I don't know. You do, but you don't want to gain 50 pounds. That's true. You've got a point there, Bobby. Gaining 50 pounds is not a thing that I like to do. Which is why I use Jenny Craig. Anyway. Is Jenny Craig still a thing? Uh, I don't know. We'll have to, we'll have to look that up. Anyway. So. From, so anyway. That collaboration is, of course, was again between Manic Street Preachers and Ian McCullough of Echo and the Bunnymen who are a fantastic group, and yeah, that one was off their first album, Crocodiles, which was, as we will discuss in a little bit, produced by a bunch of people that you'd be like, wait, really? Yeah. Not because it's surprising that they'd produce it, just surprising that they all knew each other, I feel like. Wait, so did they produce it together, or like... It was like a Some trio of producers. For... Like I don't, I'm not completely sure. I just see them as a, the trio of producers. It doesn't really go into too much difference. It was produced by the band's manager and David Balf, and David Balf brought in, oh, and uh, Ian Brody was brought in for Rescue, which is a great song as well. But we didn't listen to that one. But we will get there. We will get to Ian Brody. He's important. Already. Yeah. 
So that's the first half. All right. I got my spotlight lined up. We got your spotlight lined up. Tell us about your spotlight, Bobby. Uh, so this is a song I've been jamming to lately. Uh, it's by this band called Cobra Man. They're a power disco duo from Los Angeles. Power disco? Uh, I am. That's a interesting term. It's uh, It's kind of tongue-in-cheek, but mm-hmm. it still rocks. This particular song, Bad Feeling, uh, it's kind of like um, an 80s like uh, driving tune. All right. So I could best describe it. It's not 80s, though. It came out in 2018. I can dig it. I can dig it. So let's get a listen. This is Bad Feeling by Cobra Man. Let's go for it. Thank you. 
Standard English keyboard. The ampersand is found about above what number? Uh, well, I have a keyboard right here, but it's seven. <laughs> Samus Aran, female protagonist for which long-running sci-fi adventure series? Can you repeat that? Samus Aran is the female protagonist of which long-running sci-fi adventure video game series? Oh, man. I'm not a video game guy, but I know she was in Super Smash Brothers. Uh, what is that series she's in? Oh, it's something like it's named after a planet or something, right? No. Metroid. Uh, what is it? Oh, yeah. Metroid. The gemstone turquoise was named for which country first, first to import said stone to France? I'm going to go Iran. No. Turkey. What is it? Turkey. Get it? Turquoise? Turkey? Yeah. Anyway. Ah, okay. Anyway, we'll get back to me testing my trivia questions. But, yeah. <laughs> so that was Bad Feeling, Bad Bad Feeling by Cobra Man. Yeah. That's cool, right? That's a cool song. I can dig it. I can dig it. Tell us about it, Bobby. What you get? What you know about it? Yeah, so when I say Cobra Man's power disco, uh, most of their other songs are more disco-y. That's mm-hmm. more of like a hair metal type song. Uh, but like like you said, in a good way. Like, yeah. That's the good stuff. Well, it's like, I feel like with hair metal, so many of the bands just tried to be Van Halen, and they couldn't yeah. out Van Halen Van Halen. Sometimes they, like, over Van halen they did do that too. Like like Ingve Malmsteen, like Alright, you can move your fingers fast, I get it. Yeah. Same they didn't have the I, soul yeah. of Eddie Van Halen. Yeah. No, I'm not a big Van Halen fan, but at the same time, Eddie could play. He really was one of the best. Like there like you could like like he actually had a reason for doing stuff instead of just going, Look at this cool thing I can do. Yeah. Cough, cough, Steve Vai. Cough, cough. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, uh, that Cobra Man, they started out as a, a skate video band. They made music for skate videos. Um, the girl in the band was uh, in another band called Babes. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. I have not. They're like an L.A. indie band. All right. So, yeah, cool song. It is a cool song. I didn't get any bad feelings from that song. hi That's so funny. I'm so funny. <laughs> you are correct, sir. Anyway. So, I dug that one, Bobby. That was a good call. Good work. Thanks. All right. So, are we ready to get into the second half? I'm ready. All right, do you want me to tell you the connections and the stuff about the next ones now, or do I tell it after? I never can figure out a good time to start talking about the stuff. Let's tell it after. Keep the audience in suspense. Let's keep them in suspense. Let's go for it. Are you ready? Well, tell us the name of the first one, though. All right. Well, I'll tell you. So the first one, the next one that we're going to listen to is Sugar Coated Iceberg by the Lightning Seeds. Are you ready, Bobby? Uh, yeah, how, how does this link to the last one we heard in the... Because Ian Broody 
was one of the people that worked... Well, he worked on the song Rescue on the album Crocodiles. He was the producer of that song. Gotcha. Um, I believe he... Like, he was one of the many members of the great punk band that never really was big in Japan. Mm. Um, and I'm pretty sure that's how he met the guys in the band. So, people in big in Japan. Are you ready? I'm ready. We got Bill Drummond from KLF. We've got Ian Brody. We've got Clive Langer. We've got David Balf. Balfi? Balf? Anyway, his he's, friends called him Balfi. His friends called him Balfi. <laughs> he was in. He went on to be in the Teardrop Explodes and the Great Budgie. Nice. You know Budgie. What is a What is a Budgie? Budgie was the drummer from Susie and the Banshees. But like, there's a isn't there some sort of small animal called a Budgie? It's a bird. Budrigar. Okay. And, all right. I don't know what we call it in America. I know that that's di- we got a different name for it. Is it just called a budgie in America? I don't know. Americans say dumb things. I, I knew it was a small animal. I didn't know. I didn't know it was a bird. So, what <laughs> animal were the Canary Islands named for? Not a canary? Nope. The birds are named for the island. Ah. Uh. Think Latin. Canary. We'll come back. I don't know. All right. You'll you you will think about that too, listeners. Are we ready? Ready. Go.
good idea. <laughs> oh, Martin. <laughs> Alright, we're gonna be recording in a moment. Alright, I'm gonna go eat more chocolate and go to sleep. Alright. Bye. Bye. Bye, Amanda. Hey, Chris. Good timing. That was perfect timing. <laughs> that worked. Huh. This song is 341, and the previous song also 341. That was totally intentional. <laughs> I'm sure that's exactly what Mr. Mr. Hall was going for. Maybe you could link songs that way. Like they're the exact same runtime. That'd be a pretty cool way to do it, <laughs> but I think that'd be cheating. Yeah, probably. But I'd still give it a shot. It'd be a good way to start and end one, like have two songs that are the same length. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, any hoozles. That was our second half. There. It was. Sugar-Coated Iceberg by the Lightning Seeds. The Lightning Seeds are, of course, the band of Ian Brody. Brody? Browdy? B-R-U-D-I-E. I call him Ian Brody. Vowels are weird. Vowels are weird. I think he's, like, Scottish. So, of course, of course, his name doesn't make any sense. People call oh, him Iron Brody? He's Liverpudlian. Uh, Sorry, no. not Scottish. Never mind, then. Makes even less sense that way. He's a scouse. <laughs> But, yeah, so, he, so, like, pretty much the next three, there's three songs in a row that are just produced by Ian, by, by Ian Brody, 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 and I have absolutely no regrets about that, because he's awesome. Nice. So, he did that, he is the guy behind the Lightning Seeds, um, he and Terry Hall wrote the next song, Sense, together. Um, cool. He also released a version of it, but it's nowhere near as good. Mm. And yeah, so that was and like yeah, so the next song after that was "Sense" by Terry Hall. And it's like, did you know that Terry Hall could actually sing? I didn't. I did not. I thought he was just kind of like a hey, I've got a Birmingham accent and I can just kind of like goof around. He might have learned later, maybe. It's completely possible. Um, I've told you this story now, again, I'm going to tell you again, and again, and again, and again, but when I was doing this playlist, I, like, I was, like, I had a dream that Terry Hall got mad at, like, I met Terry Hall, and he got mad at me for not, um, acknowledging his work in Simply Red. I remember you telling me this on WhatsApp now. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh... For those of you who don't know, Terry Hall has absolutely nothing to do with Simply Red. <laughs> I don't think he even has red hair. Anyway, also about Terry Hall, according to Wikipedia, the source of all information, he was abducted by a pedophile ring at the age of 12. Is that true? That's what it says. He said that in a BBC interview in 2019. He escaped? I guess so, yeah. He said he told it to Richard Herring. 
It was why he dropped out of education at the age of 14. Wild. Terry Hall's had quite a life. Was this pedophile ring headed by the notorious Tom Hanks? <laughs> Have you not heard the conspiracy theories by the... I did not realize that they were trying to bring Tom Hanks into it. That was, uh, you Is know, like the, like the people. Who, yeah, the Q people. <sighs> like, I'm all for not trusting anything, but also, <laughs> why does that mean I would trust you? You're saying ridiculous bullcrap for no good reason. Yeah. I mean them, not you, Bobby. I trust you, Bobby. I trust you implicitly. You should trust me. Everything I say is is correct and true. That's what I've always said. Was that Amanda agreeing with you? Yeah. You're being recorded, you know. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. That was Sense by Terry Hall off of his pop album, Home, which was, again, produced by Ian Brie, Browdy, Doody, Booty. Um, it's a great song. It was one of my favorites. It's one of those ones, like, in my mind, I don't know if there's an actual term for it, but in my mind, I call them Siddas. Like, call songs what? like Flagpole Sidda. Oh. Like, Siddas. Because, like, every once in a while, you'll hear it again, and then you'll have to listen to it for, like, three days straight. <laughs> yeah. And then it's not like you get sick of it, it's just that you forget about it for a little bit, and you're yeah. like, why did I stop listening to this song? And then you listen to it for, like, a month straight, and then you stop listening to it again, and it just keeps happening over and over again. I'll start using that term, Siddas. I like that. That's, that's what I call them. And, yeah, Terry Hall was the lead vocalist of the specials. Nice. Who are, of course, Birmingham's finest ska band. Did they invent two-tone ska? I do not believe they did. They were probably the biggest group in the two-tone movement, but I don't know if they would be the ones that totally invented it. I did not look into that. I did not even think about looking into that. Let's look into that. Two-tone. Two-tone. I mean, it's... Well, yeah. It's... You're you're right. Because it was a record label founded by Jerry Donners. Nice. Good work. Good call. So, yeah. That's what I got. Um, oh, by the way, the Canary Islands were named for dogs. There you go. There's the answer to Canine. you Canine. Canine. So are the Canis. Canary birds from a, like from the islands? Canary islands? As far as I know, yeah. Interesting. Canary birds. Yes. Rather, the birds are named after the island. I always learn something when I when I talk to you, Dave. I'm full of silly things. Silly anyway. knowledge. <laughs> silly nonsense. Anyway, so that was the list. Good um, list. Thanks. I did my best. So now it's time for you. Now it's your turn, Bobby. Indeed. And, like, we've been doing this for nearly an hour now. It's been 53 minutes. So I'm assuming that you're hungry. 
I could. So, do would you like breakfast, lunch, or dinner? Um, I'm gonna go with my favorite meal of the day, lunch. Lunch? Yeah. Are you Are you sure you don't want to go with dinner? Okay. Anyway, <laughs> for lunch, I want you to have a three martini lunch by Graham Parker, and some sandwiches from Tyler the Creator featuring Haji. Nice. Wait, can you say that again so I can type it? All right, so we got three martini lunch from Graham Parker. And I want you to go have some sandwiches afterwards by Tyler, the creator. That's an interesting was, link. Yeah, I was hoping you'd go with dinner because I wanted to see what would happen. It was Eat Steak by Robert Horton Heat to Ice Cream by Ariana Grande featuring Blackpink. <laughs> you don't eat ice cream for dinner, Dave. You eat it for dessert. Okay. <laughs> you have dessert with dinner. I usually have dessert like an hour after dinner. But it's after dinner. It is after dinner, yeah. So you would eat ice cream after eating steak. Unless you start your 24-hour day in that hour between dinner and dessert, in which case you'd eat it very far before dinner. Also true. Yeah. All right. All right, good pod. Good pod. Good pod, sir. Handshake. Handshake. There we go. Um, do, do we do a sign-off? Um, do we have a sign off? We don't have a. We usually just say bye. Should we start a sign off? We, we, we probably should so that people will be like, ha, those guys are cool and charismatic and have nice noses. I thought you were going to say butts. I usually say butts. That's usually my go to. I'm trying to be less predictable. <laughs> Did it work? Was I unpredictable? You're unpredictable. Should that be the sign-off? No, because that's not really much of a sign-off. End of show. You're unpredictable. Oh!